Hey guys, welcome to episode 139 of Blind Guy Talks Tech for Monday the 27th of July. Today, we're on the road again, and this time it's Sight Village. Oh, can't wait! You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. Now, look, we're not going to be here all day because, uh, you know, we have got a lot of stuff to do. Sean Priest hasn't, I imagine, packed anything yet for this trip. How dare you? I've thrown some pants in a carrier bag. I'm ready to go. Oh, well, in that case, then we are rocking it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to tell that with pants in a bag. It is pants going to be... in a carrier bag. There's an episode title for you. Otherwise known as a Manchester briefcase, I believe. Is that right? Oh, that's very good. Well yeah. done. Well, it's, it's true, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> how are you, Sean? How's your week? How's your week? It's only Monday. Um, yeah, how's, terrible. How's, how's, the, how's the first hour gone? <laughs> no, it's, it's going well. I'm looking forward to it. I like... Uh... It's funny me saying this, but I like going out there and, and getting together. It's good, and especially at Sight Village, right? Always always guaranteed a laugh and some tech. What more do you need? Yeah, you know, and the blind guys are going to be there. Apparently other podcasts will be there as well. It's going to be like a clash. I feel like it's, it'd be like that movie Anchorman, you know, when all the yes. TV channels meet. In <laughs> There's going to be a blind square. rumble. <laughs> it'll be Canes at Dawn. Um yeah, everyone put a bell round your neck and I'm coming to get you. That's right, yeah, for goodness sake, let us know where you are. <laughs> um, so, listen, lots going on, of course, Site Village taking place at the Cranmore Park uh, Business Hotel, I think it's called, or hotel, I don't know what it is. But, you know, if only if only there was a way of me checking this out before That's we came impossible. on. That's impossible. Who knows? It's impossible until we get there. Do you know what? If you're going, right, I take the view that you probably know where you're going. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't a clue. Yeah, but you're coming with me, so it's fine. Ah, and we've right, got yeah. Jane. Yes, yes, that's true. We're bringing eyes with us. Yes. Jane knows where we're going, apparently. Cranmore Park Conference and Events Centre. That's what it is. And that's in the West Ooh. Midlands. Yes. In Englandshire. Yes. Ask a bus to take you there by name. Oh, okay. All right. Now, is that Birmingham or Sully Hall? Oh, and now you see, you get into a bit of a dodgy area when you start getting into this. Really? I, think, I wonder if it's like Glasgow and Edinburgh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, Are you from yeah. Glasgow? No, I'm from Edinburgh. Oh. Actually, that's the wrong way around, isn't the accent? No, I'm from Edinburgh. No, don't you know? Don't, don't you know? know Edinburghans sound. Edinburghers, um, they all sound exactly like you think they sound. Yes. Okay. We need to know. We need to do our research before we get there. We don't want to. You know us, Stephen. We don't want to upset anybody. Oh, no, no. We never uh, upset uh, anybody. How no. dare you? Um, but, you know, there's lots and lots of exhibitors going to be there. All the uh, usual suspects are going to be there, like uh, Humanware, Dolphin. Uh, we're going to be speaking to Amazon as well. Uh, <gasps> yes, the Echo people will be there. Oh, I love you. Uh, who else have we got? We've got, uh, well, there's loads of organisations. And, you know, the thing about this is it's not just about technology. It's about services as well. And I think that's another good thing about this. So you get a chance to talk to organisations like RNIB are going to be there, Retina UK, uh, the, the actual college itself will be hosting a stand, which is, of course, where this whole thing comes from, the Queen Alexandra College people who we'll be Quack. talking to as well. Quack, indeed. As voiceover. Lovely. I know. In its lovely manner. Quack. Um, RNC will be there. You know all about RNC. They're oh, on National RNC. College. 89. Hey, having it large. Campbell. Um, Yes. It, no, no, that was the uh, the hall of residence that I stayed in. Oh, really? Yes, many a uh, exciting night in Campbell. 
Let's leave that there. Wow. Well, I don't know who he is, but sounds like a lovely film. <laughs> Excellent. I'm RNC. a big fan. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, yeah. seriousness. RNC changed my life. It did. It, it got me uh, got me into the, uh, hey, you're a blind man. Get used to it. <laughs> you're, you're touching the strings of my heart. Right, you. That's enough of that. I was trying to open up. And what do I get? Stephen Scott. That's what I get. That's Carry what on. Get. Yeah, don't do that here. That's, not, that's never going to fly. I'm just uh, saying, the RNC is a great place. I'm not saying... I, I, I know nothing about I'm not it. Saying, you said it was a terrible place, Stephen. I, I said nothing. No, Stephen Scott. I'll, I'll, the, RNC, <laughs> the RNC is a lovely place. I will tell you, I wish I had the chance to go there. I don't know if we ever even got the chance. I, I only heard about it as an adult. I had no idea it existed. Maybe in Scotland we have our own Royal National College of the Blind... Um, in educational Aberdeen or something, yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I've got no idea if there's a Scottish equivalent. I don't think there is, to be honest. Okay, well, I'm sure they'll be in touch if there is. <laughs> yes, if it does exist, well, get in touch because I'd like to know about it. Well, not yes. anymore because obviously I can't go. I'm a bit old for that now. Yeah, you got mature students. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah there was go. one actually. There was one in Edinburgh, uh, which was the Julianesque uh, Valley College, and that had RNIB uh, in there. They had a, a college, which was kind of part of the main college. So it wasn't, I'm guessing RNC is a standalone college. Mm, yes, yes. But this was part of a college, so that's a bit different. But um, didn't go there either. Uh, anyway, uh, other anyway, companies. <laughs> other places in the world we didn't go. Other, <laughs> yeah. Start shouting out names, get an atlas in here, and just start going through it one by one. Uh, but yeah, so loads of, loads of companies are going to be there. Uh, one that I'm quite intrigued to talk to, Starboard Hotels. Are going to be there now. You might remember if I say to, if I say Starboard Hotels, you might go who? Uh, but if I then said to you Space. Windermere, yes, uh, Windermere Manor Hotel, Lake District, oh. and Clifton Hotel in Tynemouth. Many a great night in the Windermere Manor Hotel bar, but uh, can't talk about that. Moving on. Okay, again, legal issues with that one. <laughs> yes, All right, yes, okay. probably. Ah, oh, man, I loved the Windermere Manor Hotel. Um, there's something about. Just being able to, you'd have to worry about, oh, you know what? I'm going to find my room and I'm going to fill the wall all the way back to my room and no one's going to say anything. No one's going to care. No one's going to look at me like I'm a strange alien because everyone's in the same boat. There's something so uh, stress-free about that. And you said I it was a hotel. It. Yes. And then you said boat. I'm confused. When did I say boat? You said we're all in the same boat. Oh, oh ah, right. see. Oh, uh, yeah, right. I give up. You're in one of those moods. Today. I am in one of those I, moods. I'm today. not talking. I've only had one coffee so far, and you know, it's, it's I've got a long travel ahead of me because we have to come and get you first. This is how this works, right? So I've got to go to Manchester. Yes, I know. Yes. I've got to yes. go to Manchester to pick yes. up this, and then I have to sit in a train with him yes. all the way to Birmingham. Are we first class? Uh, I am. I don't know about you. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I demand toasties and apple juice. That's what I had in uh, first class. I've tasted it, and now I can never go back. I can't go back to Cattle. Sorry. I don't think that that Birmingham train has a first class option. Was it not? Oh, forget it. It's a local train. Local train is terrible. Uh, It was your choice to come to Manchester. You didn't have to pick me up. We could have met at Birmingham. No, screw that. No, screw that, because when I looked up the prices, it was cheaper to go... Glasgow, Manchester, Manchester, Birmingham than it was to go direct to Birmingham. Correct. 
That's the reason. Don't <laughs> don't try and spin it that you're coming to pick me up especially. Absolutely. I mean, I, I am obviously going to do that anyway because we kind of have to, I guess. Um, well, we don't have to. We could still, you could just, you know, Yeah, you could just separately. do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah well, I mean, I'll yeah. be in first class and you'll be in the back. So, you know, I'll, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be next to you in first class. Trust me. Okay, fine. Do you know something I'm going to get you while we're at Sai Village? I've made this decision. Yes. Um, I have to buy one for me, one for my wife, and one for you. Yes. I'm going to buy a new cane. That's going to be my present to you. Is it? Get there because I'm going to force you to get a decent cane. We're going to Which get one mean? of these because so at QEC, right? They've developed the Advantage Carbon Fiber Cane, <gasps> the Quack Cane. Ooh, sounds like Night Rider. <laughs> I want one. Um, it came to Site Village in 1999. A little bit of history for you here, and mm. uh, this long cane, which you can only get through QAC, Quack, uh, Quack indeed, um, is uh, you know very popular and a lot of people go along to Site Village just to get one of these and you can get oh, it from lucky. 90 to 150 centimetres in 5 centimetre intervals uh, I think you can even get different colours as well I want a silver one that. well I want a red one but I don't think you can get a red one because the red's for deaf blind right so I don't think they'll let you have a red one isn't that a red and white stripe well, it's red and white well yeah like it's a like barber's a... pole I don't even know if what you that spin is. It oh, yes. In your hand, yes, yes, I see. Then yes. you get people coming for a haircut. Why beautiful. is that? Why, why do barbers have that outside their shop? That's a good point. I don't know. Because it seems to spin. At least I didn't realise it spins until someone told me it spins, but it, it spins when they're open. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. Is that a secret? Is that like the revolvers at the bottom of pedestrian crossings? Only us know about it. Yeah, but, no one can, but we can't see it, so it's kind of pointless. Yeah, but, oh, the pole. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I, I seem yeah, to have taken us off on drift, a tangent. Carry drifted on. off a little bit there. Uh, well, but yes. What's so special about this cane? Well, it's, it's better. Why is it better? Well, it's carbon fibre for a start, which means it's... I, I, I don't know what that means. It means it's lighter. <gasps> oh, now! Now then! Okay, so, uh, on our recent travels, right, I've been carrying my suitcase around with me, and I seem to have wrenched my elbow to some degree, and it's really sore. And now I'm carrying my cane, well, just, you know, using my cane. It's really sore on my elbow, and it's been ages. So is that a thing? Is, is that a, a, an injury? Yes. A cane, cane elbow. Is that a thing, like tennis elbow? Exactly the same thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right, thought so. I've Thank you. I no idea what he's talking about, but yeah, let's just say it is. I will say, though, um, I had one of these canes, sadly, uh, when we were moving. This is how long ago it was. It, I had it, and it, when we moved house, someone, rather unhelpfully, took it off me when we were coming into the house and left outside. And of course, I didn't ever know it was there. So it lay outside for the best part of, I don't know, a year. Uh, so yeah, it was ruined. Because you never left the house in a year. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, but what I will say about it is even then it was, I mean, it was pretty degraded by that point with with, with the weather on it. But um, It's carbon fibre. It doesn't degrade. It, it is, lasts forever. It is a very good cane. It's a very robust cane and it's way more robust than some of the alternatives. So I would certainly consider it. You've got to try it out. All right, okay, fine. And if you like no. it, I'll buy you one. Only one, though. All right, I want one for each hand. How dare you? <laughs> Amazing. That'll be my treat to you on the way. You're not getting first That's class, but you can get a cane. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, also, I got an email in from Matthew Horsepool, who um, he's a brilliant presenter. Have you ever hear him on the Brailcast uh, from Brailist Foundation? He's on that podcast. He's brilliant as a, as a presenter. I probably that. know the voice, but not the name. Okay. Oh, you absolutely. You would absolutely know the voice. Uh, but he's asked us if we would be interested in uh, going along 
on the Tuesday evening of Site Village uh, because there's going to be a combined TAVIP, that's the Technology Association of Visually Impaired People. Is it of or for? Well done. I, I couldn't remember any of one. the acronym for that one. Well done. But TAVIP, I would have made it up. Yeah, well, I'd like to hear what you would have gone for. <laughs> no, what, what would no, you, you have would. picked? No, come back to me. <laughs> Uh, but Tavib uh, Tech Chat Live and the Brailleists Braille and Beer. Wow, that's not easy to say. Braille I think and Beer. You really need to think that one through a bit more. Uh, but yes, they are uh, getting together. That's Tavib. Oh, it's the of uh, Technology Association of Visually Impaired People and well the Brailleists Foundation getting together for a lively discussion about the latest Braille technology and accessibility <laughs> solutions. Everyone is welcome. Oh, lively discussion. Does that mean there's going to be a few fisticuffs? Fights. Um, yeah. So that's happening. Now, where is it happening? It's happening at the Inn at the Farm in Farmhouse Way in Solihull. The farm is a 12-minute bus ride on the number five, leaving directly outside the conference centre on Cranmore Avenue and arriving around 200 yards from the farm on Farmhouse Way, Shelley Crescent. Oh, cool. Okay, so I'll be getting a taxi. Anyone want to share a taxi with me? Feel free, jump in. Oh, come on, we haven't been on a bus. I haven't been on a bus for a long time. I don't do, but there's a reason I haven't been on a We've bus for a long Jane. time. We've got Jane. I don't Jane care. Can, Jane can herald all... Just listen for Jane. That's yeah. what I say to people. Yeah. Listen for Jane and follow Jane, and yes. uh, we'll end up... I uh, hope there's no more buses than the number five. Just like Tarzan. Follow yeah. Jane. Just follow See, Jane. The tr- the trouble is that all bus drivers, and I don't mean to be Uh-oh. a sweeping generalisation, but all bus drivers are awful, terrible human beings wow. that could care less about helping you. Okay, we're definitely so, have a taxi now. I, I think... <laughs> Won't be welcomed on the number buses. five. Ah, forget it. Uh, but that's happening on the Tuesday night, 4.15 to 7pm. That sounds good. The farm. In at the farm is where you go for that. So if you want to talk to anyone, uh, go to the Tavip stand at uh, the Site Village event uh, in Solihull. Um, you can talk to Mike Townsend there or Ed Rogers from the Brailleists Foundation if you want to know more about it before 15 to 7pm. So yes, there you go. There's a plug for you. And uh, yes, we will be there as well. We will absolutely come along. Um, yes. Now, uh, we are going to get uh, on, our mo- on, on, the, on our move, on our way hmm. in a minute. But I, on, I just want to... move on. Yes. Uh, we're yes. going to get to some of your emails though because... Uh, yeah, a lot of you have been sending in emails. So uh, Graham uh, sent this in actually a couple of weeks back. And you might remember that I lost this email uh, from Graham Langford at the beginning of one of our shows. I, I started saying, oh, I've, I've lost one of these oh, emails. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, yeah. Uh, this unfortunately uh, didn't uh, go down too well with Graham. Well um, <clears throat> so he says, sometimes on your podcast, you mention a product which has a very obscure name. In this instance... Could you please spell out the name? On a podcast from Regina, you talked about two chargers and their names, which were very odd, and I had no idea how they were spelled. So I thought I'd pass this on as a request a week or so ago, but you managed to screw up this request on the June 22nd <laughs> podcast where you were responding to emails. Graham Langford, Toronto, Canada. Hang on, I thought Canadians were nice people. That's a horrible email from a Graham Langford. Uh, well, no, I think he's just being firm but fair. Yes, he's quite right. Was it not a you green charger? Is that a my... Well, I, just for Graham, I did wrong. actually email him back with this. But yes, you're absolutely right. It was you green and Satechi. So you green, yeah, I, the letter I U. Well, this is the thing. So it's, it's the letter U followed by the word green. All one word. You green. Um, and Satechi, S-A-T-E-C-H-I. Uh, Satechi does have their own website. They mainly do products for Apple. Um, 
and uh, Ugreen, well, to be fair, there's more mainly chargers and cables that you get from Ugreen. So you'll find yeah. them across Amazon, really. Ugreen are a, 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 a nice brand. They, um, I've got a few... I've got a few Lightning to 3.5 mil headphone jack adapters from Ugreen because they just work. Uh, whereas others I've got, which are cheaper, to be fair, but they are a little bit hit and miss, whereas Ugreen do seem to be a little bit of quality brand, like Anchor. You know, I always trust their chargers, so yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Janine's been in touch, and Janine um, has been emailing in a couple of times, so I'm going to wrap some of these into one. Uh, she says, Hi, Stephen Sean. I can't wait till the Can You See Me app comes to the Mac. Yeah, I must admit, I'd love that to come to the Mac, but, you know, we've asked Ben. We'll see if he does it. Yeah, come on, Ben. What else is he doing with his time? Working. Yeah, working. Making software for the BBC. I mean, hang on. Is the BBC even still a thing? No. Actually, I've got um, Paramount Plus or whatever it's called now. I've got Stars Play. I don't even know what that is, but I'm yes. paying for it now, according to my account. <laughs> I got a message well, this morning saying you've signed up for Stars Play. I had a quick word with my wife. She tells me there's a series on there featuring the Tudors. Um, no, I've asked no it. more questions. So yep. that's it. You're on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Doesn't have AD, but let's just skip by that. No, nor does this. Um, is it Paramount? Is that what I'm Paramount thinking Plus, Paramount? yeah. So Paramount just launched 22nd of this month, I think. Yeah, app, absolutely terrible. I mean, kind well, of accessible. I've got an update on that one for you from one kind of our of, listeners. Oh, right. yeah, okay. Yeah. AD, I haven't found any with AD, so carry on. Well, hang on. I'll, I'll, jump, back, I'll jump back to this email from you, uh, Janine, in a second. Let me find that email because there Sorry. was an email that came in. <laughs> yeah. Apologize, will you? Um, so Craig got in touch and. Um, he uh, has been checking out the whole uh, Paramount uh, Plus with Sky, in particular because you can sign up and you can get Paramount Plus for free if you have Sky, uh, and I think Sky Cinema. So if you pay for Sky Cinema and you want to watch the films from Paramount Plus, you can do so uh, for free. But the question that Craig had was, can you use that subscription to get into the app? Um, oh. So you can get the AD content. So this is his response to that. Well, he says, after a few teething troubles, um, which resulted in me burning through my entire brand new 30-minute IRA subscription and then some, <laughs> I can confirm that for those who have Sky Cinema and who want AD, um, that the registration does allow for other devices that can handle AD to use your Paramount Plus account once it's been set up through the Sky platform. I set it up on my Apple TV 4K and it worked like a charm. So okay. that's interesting to know. Well, I use the Paramount Plus uh, app on my iPhone and Star Trek Discovery had no AD. At least I couldn't find how to do it. The interface was inconsistent and pretty bad for navigating around, even you know during the play and um, including during the uh, when you're searching for a show as well. I checked out Frasier, Cheers. I checked out some of the newer films as well, and I didn't find AD well, at least it wasn't on on any of them. And some of them where I did find the audio selector, there was no option for AD. So, hey, very early days, but I've already cancelled my subscription during the uh, two days that I've had it. Do you have audio descriptions turned on in your settings under of voiceover? Course. Of course right. I do. Of course. But just I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it on the um, Apple TV. I've just tested it out on my phone because I, I really didn't want another streaming service anyway. There wasn't a huge amount there. To, to tempt me over to it. I just want it's to test it out. It's so saturated now, isn't it? I mean, everywhere you turn, it's another It's, be, it's just a show that drags you in, right? It's just got to be that show. Like, uh, I've started watching Stranger Things and mm. Umbrella Academy on Netflix, and I love those things. 
um, Amazon Prime. There's getting more and more um, AD on Amazon Prime. I'm quite liking that now. And plus, it's just part of my Prime subscription for shopping anyway, right? So yeah. why wouldn't I use it? But everything else now, I've cancelled my Apple TV. It's just not enough content for me. Although the AD, of course, absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, this Paramount Plus, just not not enough to draw me in. And quite frankly, I'm not impressed with the accessibility of the app yet. Okay, well, uh, I want to move on to uh, Janine's emails because there's a couple of different topics in this. So she starts off by saying, I can't wait to see the uh, Can You See Me app on the Mac. I thought Ventura, that's macOS Ventura, would have had center stage for any app using the camera. And if so, great. But if I got that wrong, wow, would Ben's app be wonderful? No, you're right. Uh, center stage is not on every Mac. Instead, you would get it via the iPhone if you were using the continuity camera. That's the problem, right? So you'd have to have your continuity camera set up. Uh, that would give you center stage. And maybe that would give you audible guide. But the problem is it's the back camera. So you can't use the phone. Oh, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but <laughs> um, that's a bit weird. Uh, regarding having your camera on, for a while there was this thing, Zoom fatigue. People get tired of looking at each other in little squares and having to worry constantly about how they looked in their square or what was going on in their background. That seems to have changed with fewer people doing remote meetings and more in-office stuff. But for some of us, remote is the way we do things all the time. This brings up some instances when you just can't say, oh, I don't want to use my camera because list blindness-related reasons here. I have a colleague who is deaf. Prior to her joining the company, I could get away with not having my camera on for long stretches during meetings, even if I was speaking or answering something, but no more. She asked us all to please keep our cameras on, especially if we were talking as she not only has an interpreter during the meeting, but reads the captions and occasionally reads lips. She also gets a lot from her expressions, she tells us. Now that made me nervous for a bit, as I have to remember on one hand to be expressive and not just be sitting there thinking about how much I'd rather be doing something else than sitting in this <laughs> boring meeting. On the other hand, sometimes I forget and do make a face or gesture when something comes up. Then there's hiding the fact that I've got an AirPod in one ear behind my ear, uh, my hair, and then I'm flicking away on my phone under the table. Oops. Yes. Then there's the perennial question of whether to describe yourself or not. We did this for a brief time at Ira during meetings and do it when someone new is being introduced. It's also done when someone has a wild shirt or cool background. I hate describing myself. I'll do it, and I enjoy hearing other people's descriptions of themselves, but what do you say? How much detail do you give? I'm a middle-aged Caucasian woman with very fair skin, reddish-brown shoulder-length hair, and I'm wearing the rattiest sweatshirt I own because I forgot we had this meeting today. Yeah, that about <laughs> sums it up. It's interesting when it comes to these uh, issues around cameras um, and you know description as well. I'm not sure I like it. I'm not entirely convinced about it either because you know I could go on there and say you know here I am, chisel-faced Stephen, um, yes. stunningly gorgeous, six-pack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, stunning to look at from every direction. What you, you think about Ralph Fiennes, you think about me, I know. Um, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. I could just say that. And uh, blind people would say, wow, that guy's really, really attractive and thin. And then, you know, if they ever meet me in person, they'll find out otherwise. But it just <laughs> it, it just seems weird. Why, you know, how can you trust what people are saying on that? And why, I, why do I, I care? care? I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't I don't care. Look, it comes down to the group dynamic, right? If you're in there and, and people like to hear a description and you don't mind it too much then absolutely it's 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 not a big deal to me either way um but 
you know, with someone who needs to see your lips to to help uh, in lip reading, that's again, that's absolutely fine. Totally but, different. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally. Yeah, but can right. you can you frame yourself so that actually is a reliable option? So it, again, for us as visually impaired people, it's all about being able to frame yourself. So it's not just a picture of the top of your head or your nose. And people have got to you know. Well, that's got, that's what Ben's app's all about, isn't it? Well, ex- exactly right. Or in in the case of a zoom call maybe someone can help frame you but again you know it's 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 all about the group dynamic. i don't think there's a right or wrong answer yeah i think it's individual choice yeah 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 um she also goes on to say so i'm sure others may have told you this by now they haven't janine but thank you for sending this in you can indeed get individual tracks from each person's home source in clean feed you need to pay for it of course the free version does not give you that level of function that's interesting. Uh, she says, that said, not sure what all the fuss is about. I gave up my clean feed subscription in part because it was glitchy and wasn't really reliable. Sure, it was accessible, but often people who were being interviewed and had lower tech skills sounded horrible no matter what we tried. I believe you can also change the mics in clean feed pro as well for participants. Now, that's interesting because I must admit we had a few issues with it when we tried it. I mean, I, I wasn't entirely sure if it was me or it was the yeah. app, or what was go- or it was a setup issue. I don't know My what it was. My internet, or yeah, yeah, we a had a factors. few dropouts. It wasn't. It wasn't a great testing experience, but no. But <sighs> yeah, you know, no, lots of people rave about it. People yeah, say it's exactly great. Exactly right. Exactly. Right. Uh, I mean, I use Zoom. I use Riverside. Yes, Riverside is is not as accessible at all. We're working with Riverside on that now. Um, Riverside are very open to conversation about that, which is brilliant. So maybe we'll get that resolved. Um, but you know, I, I think I think these platforms are just way more reliable, to be honest. Just to, you know, as soon as something starts to get dodgy or you think I'm going to lose everything here, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly just, right. It's too important. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's too important what we're doing. I don't think anyone would class this as overly important, but <laughs> we do, right? Um, we so. invest a lot of time in it for it to just be lost uh, yeah, you know, exactly. because of a crash of a browser or whatever. So, yeah. She says, by the way, I pity Robin having to use Microsoft Teams. I hate that program with a red hot passion. It's what many state government organizations use here and some companies we work with. It's weirdly laid out and frustrating. Absolutely. Couldn't agree any more with you. I absolutely detest Teams. Thank you. I know, Stephen, you keep making excuses for it and it's not that bad. I get that. But um, no, it's awful. I, I got really quali- used to it with Sound Jaws. quality is so bad. Yeah, oh, I, I well, 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 I can I can give you an update on that. So I was in there the other day and there was an enable high fidelity audio option. So High fidelity. Hi. I didn't. It's from fame. I, thank you. I didn't. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't watch these movies. <laughs> You're too young. Well, that and I don't care. Uh, but no, when, when I was on there, I noticed this. Now, the people I was on the call with, they wouldn't it was not possible for them to be able to go and test this out. So I don't know how good it is. <gasps> Let's go on now. Let's jump on right now. Let's I, I try it out. Then we'll be three hours trying to figure out our way around uh, it. Forget okay. it. Um, but uh, Janine also goes on, uh, and this follows on from um, Marco's email, or his voicemail, actually. He's Voice an incredible mic quality. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he was quite touched, I think, by our comments. I saw that, his tweet. Yes, thank you, Marco. It, yes. it was a, a bloody good setup sound. Um but yes, he uh, was talking about uh, Ira and saying that he doesn't have it in Germany. Well, um, swapping hats or fedoras in Janine's case, mm-hmm. uh, she says, I have now you're a friendly Ira person to the rescue. 
She says, uh, anyone with a phone number in any of the countries we serve, US, Canada, UK, Australia and New Zealand, can set up an IRA account and use the service with these caveats. Our service is available in English. We have very limited ability to provide Spanish and French speaking agents, but English is the primary language in which we operate. Payment for our service can be done in US dollars, UK pounds, Australian dollars or New Zealand dollars. Via credit card, we are working on other currencies. Our agents are trained to assist with navigation but may not be familiar with all types of crossings. They can give you information uh, with which you decide when it is safe to cross and we try to work in both metric and imperial measurements but our agents may default to imperial terms. I hope this might help Marco and anyone else out there. Uh, Though most of our promotions are US-based, things like our JAWS slash Vespero promo, Job Seeker and Small Business Offer are available to all customers. I hope that helps. That's from Janine with her Ira Fedora jauntily perched atop her head. And her ratty sweatshirt on. God bless you, Janine. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, shall we get a voicemail in? This is, uh, this is a voicemail that's come in via our uh, phone number, 0204-571-3354. Hi, Stephen and the gang. This is Eleanor from High Blantyre. I've never tried to contact you on any of your con- uh, podcasts before, but I feel I can represent the tiny minority of people who are totally blind from birth. And by that, I mean no light perception. I'm in my 70s and couldn't cope with the stress of getting to grips with smartphones or computers. What transformed my life completely is the smart speaker. I have both the A-Lady and the G-Lady. They both have their strengths. And for someone like me who lives alone, the G-Lady is the closest thing you can get to a natural conversation with an AI. And she's also brilliant at giving you information. It goes without saying how amazing the A-Lady is. I've peeled out hundreds of skills thanks to Dot to Dot and the Echo Show. I also use Echo to Echo to keep in touch with my sister who lives in Spain. I would also like to recommend the Samsung accessible TV, which I just got. I really missed Tech Talk. I'd only discovered your new podcast thanks to your interview on Playback Magazine, which I get in the Echo. So I'm now binge listening to your back catalogue while keeping up with the latest episodes, confused.com. Please don't <laughs> listen to anyone who tries to get you to tone down the fun and the hilarity. That is what makes your podcast unique and special. You guys would even cheer up Marvin, the paranoid android. <laughs> Bye. Oh, that is a wonderful message. Thank you, Eleanor, for getting in touch with us on the number. And uh, that's exactly why we set the phone line up, right? Because not a lot of people have the ability to jump on and write an email to us. And we really wanted to have a phone number so you could contact. And I'm really, really glad you did, Eleanor. I really, yeah. really appreciate that. Me too. Thank you so much. It's, you know, it says something when, you know, it, you'd never felt the need to contact us before. I was slightly worried for a second, but... Uh... <laughs> That was fantastic. I think you're absolutely right. We do sort of gloss over it. Well, I don't. But the smart speaker sometimes, uh, 
the ultimate accessible tech, right? There's there's very little there to put people off. The only thing that I've sometimes heard people say is, oh, well, I need to set up a Wi-Fi network. But at that point, you know, there's only so so much uh, you can you can help with. But um, yeah, absolutely agree. They're fantastic. I kind of I'm quite kind of sorry they they stopped doing emails on the Amazon Echo. I think yeah. that was a big mistake. I'm not sure why that happened, but obviously some reason to it. But if they still had emails, I mean, you could basically replace a computer with it, could you not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, really for a lot of people, and, and they may come back down the line. I think other options may come, but I think the more people that use smart speakers and the more people who use them for productivity, like I always talk about the calendar, and that always seems to amaze people that you can link the calendar and actually how functional that is, you know. Amazing. So Lady A, when's my doctor's appointment? And, you know, you don't even have to be specific at all. You just have to use a word that's in the title of the appointment and it will go off and look and it'll say, oh, you've got a doctor's appointment here on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Wow. Okay, cool. Yep. I love that. Even adding appointments, you know, just talking to the air, checking the appointment. I mean, sometimes it doesn't get the dictation right. It can be hilarious. Yes, of but, course. And we've all got annoyed with it. I've, I've said the wake word three times and the fourth time is going to be a shout. But um, yeah, it, it is so good. I mean, the communication part as well. And I love the way you talk about this, Eleanor, using it the way you do to connect with your sister in Spain, you know, with the echo to echo call. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. No cost. It is. Yeah. You know, amazing. It, it's like it, it's like the FaceTime thing. You know, it's like for a lot of people... Or Skype, actually, as it was back in the day when people connected on Skype and they could see each other and all that stuff. Um, but now, you know, with for blind people especially, well, this is just perfect. You can sit there with your device, you can talk to it. I, I think it's brilliant. And I'm so glad you're getting something out of all the shows we're doing. Um, so I really, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I really was touched by that message because it, it means yes. a lot that you you took the time to to send that in and, and and get in touch with us on that number, which is 0204 571 3354. We can now no longer officially Five call four. it. We can no longer officially no. call it the Felix line. It's the Eleanor line. It's the Eleanor line. It's been updated. Yeah, yeah. it's not the Felix, Elizabeth line. Right. It's like the Elizabeth line, but it's now the Eleanor line. That's what we've got. That's showbiz, Felix. You're out. Um, Rill writes in, following up on the um, great Mac debate, and uh, she says, I'm going to try and keep this concise. As I was listening, I wanted to shout, are you listening to yourselves? (gasps) Minutes upon minutes, you listed the problems with the Mac. Teams has difficulties with focus. Writing documents and long emails is difficult because you don't always hear what you're typing. Safari often says not responding. The App Store is impossible. And I haven't chimed in to say both mail and podcasts are almost incomprehensible to me. I would point out that with the exception of Teams, we are talking here about native apps. And then one of the Mac owners says, but I wouldn't give up my Mac. I just love it. (laughs) Not to mention, no one is using the laptop keyboard. I just don't get it. I want one of you to tell me why I shouldn't trade my Mac in when I upgrade my Apple Watch. By the way, I I bought an Apple um, iPad Pro four and a half years ago, hoping it would replace a computer. Writing documents with a keyboard proved to be very frustrating. Then the speakers went out. My grandson is now using it for gaming without sound. Headphones did work. Well, you know, you're not alone in this because a couple of people have been in touch on this and, and Greg follows on. Hi, guys. Um, you haven't heard from me in a while as absolutely nothing said has got me riled up. Uh, I have a question. Why a Mac at all? I don't do audio production yet, uh, but as a hobbyist songwriter, I should get to it or into it someday. 
Sean seems to do well with audio on the PC, and you Mac guys seem to need to use the PC for productivity. So what does a Mac actually give you? As a non-Mac user, I may be off base here, but it seems to me that the real problem with Mac for us blindies is that VO is the only screen reader choice. Narrator has been improving for sure, but the real innovation has come from the others. JAWS, the old window eyes, NVDA, Dolphin, System Access, and others that have passed away. Throw in ZoomText, Magic, and all the other solutions like eye tracking, dictation, and whatnot. It seems to me that Mac VoiceOver will always be limited by its one corporate philosophic approach, while dedicated assistive technology companies, by definition, must be attentive to our needs to survive and make us their primary, if not only, goal. Thank you for all the great programming, Greg in Pennsylvania. That's a good point. That's, and, and yeah, I know, you, I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> Why bother with the Mac? It's rubbish. Well, yeah, but he's absolutely right. I mean, they both are. It's, it's, we're complaining about what well, you were complaining about as well. There's no time in there. We said, well, actually, no, you're wrong on that. It was, yes, there's a lot of, you know, not responding. There's a lot of jumping around of focus issues. So what is it that keeps you there? What, it, it seems just to be the ecosystem, that it's all linked together. Uh, it doesn't work very well, but it's all linked together with your iPhone. And that seems to be it, doesn't it? I think it's, for me, yes, the ecosystem is probably the core of it. I think that the way it handles audio, I've always found more, um, I felt more reliable connecting a device to I'll give it. you that. Yes, the audio subsystem is really stable and it's really, it's quite powerful uh, on the Mac compared to Windows. But in saying that, I think Windows has improved that. There's been a lot of improvements done. I don't know how good it is. I mean, I remember the days you used to plug something in and if there was any USB issue at all, which there seemed to be almost on a daily basis, the whole thing would throw out. Or if you disconnected by accident for a second, every setting in your system had been reset and, and Windows, you had to go back to the beginning and figure it all out again. Whereas yeah. with the Mac, once you plug it in, it's, you know, even even on a mistaken, as I did today, actually, I unplugged this roadcaster plugged it back in, everything just reset to where it was and nothing changed. Even on the websites I visit, so on Chrome, for example, with Riverside, it didn't throw a, a sickie when it was, you know, having to know where, I, hang on, which device am I connecting to? It knew instantly the right one to go to. It's as if that subset, it has a memory in it of itself that it knows where to go back to, that what its defaults were. And I've often found that to be something which is very reliable. But I have to say, these emails do make me think, why am I so invested in this? Because if I really want to get stuff done, I go to a PC. Yeah. It's just, I think the problem is always, I have to have two bottles going to the shower rather than one. And I kind of <laughs> wish I didn't. Um, and even Robin, I mean, Robin will tell you, you know, he, he couldn't live on one or the other. He has to use Windows for his work. Not necessarily because it's for the job, but just because he feels more comfortable getting the jobs done on the Windows side. So yeah, he uses the virtual machine. And and I did as well. When I started out with the Mac, when I bought my MacBook back in 2016, uh, 2019, I, um, that's exactly what I did. I put the VM on it. I didn't get quite as comfortable with the VM. Just, I, I'm, I'm- Virtual I, machine, people. Yeah, sure don't know. I did say that about a minute ago, but I'll see. Yeah, but no, you, no, 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 I'm just, no. Okay, yeah, well, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> But I so, honestly... I'm to emulate Windows. I, yeah, sorry, carry on. Anything else you'd like to say about it? No, 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 you're fine. What was its origins? Do you want to get into that? A virtualization? No, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. What does it mean to emulate a program? Do you want to yeah, get into I, that? Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, know. fine. Um, 
So nobody likes a smart arse, right? I'm just saying that. Um, but here's the thing. <laughs> but I, I, I do feel that there, to me, the, the, the problems with voiceover are small in comparison to um, the wider concern that I would have about switching over to a PC, for example, losing all the ecosystem and everything else. I think that the problems on the VO side, they don't seem massive, but the problem is they're not being addressed. That's where the frustration lies. And if they are being addressed, we're not aware of it. Exactly right. That's it. Exactly right. Either it's being ignored or we're being ignored. Either way, it's not a great situation. I I find that, look, the the new M2 MacBook Air, man, I want that thing so much. Oh, the Air, yes, but the Pro? No one's interested in that. No, no one's interested. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's usual Apple. What are you doing that for? But the MacBook Air, with its the design of it, that's what it comes down to, the sexy hardware. But I know if I got one, that the Mac OS would drive me absolutely crazy because what it is with Mac OS is that it's so nearly perfect that it's just, it keeps you hooked in because you always think, if they just fix that, I'm loving it because you'll you'll have an experience on the Mac OS which you just think, yes, this is it. This this is why the Mac is so good. And then next news, you'll have not responding for five minutes and, you know, you're stuck in a toolbar and can't get out of it and it drives you crazy. But it's that promise of it, and it's so nearly there. And, and I will maybe say this. it will change. I don't think the responding part is as bad as it used to be. It certainly clears itself up a lot quicker than it used to. Don't get me wrong. I know on the Intel Max, shouldn't be it was there bad. at no, all. No, absolutely, I agree. And and that's an OS issue. It's a voiceover. It's it's in amongst the software. That's the issue because the system itself, I think, behaves fine without all that. Um, so there's something going on there. But I I do agree though. One of the big challenges is there is no other screen reader. So we can't switch to a JAWS. Can you imagine if JAWS was on Mac? I mean, that's yep. never going to happen. That is, no. We've spoken to JAWS about this, and they're not going to do that. I mean, there's no, there's no value in that, I don't think, for them. I mean, it's a totally different system to get used to. Um, I can't even imagine where you would start with that job. But it's, and, and even if whether Apple would even allow that to be possible. Which they wouldn't. No, they won't. Um, but it is interesting. It's an interesting discussion and a debate, I am sure, which will continue. But I, I, I'm, I'm with you on this, and I think that's that's the point, that it's that it's so close to where it could be right. I mean, today was a good example was, uh, not today, sorry, um, on Saturday, if you were listening to the podcast, Hijacked 2.0, um, where Sally, uh, Kayaker, and Greg got in touch uh, and decided yep. to put together a little podcast and push it out on here, which I, you know, I, I, maybe yep. I make the password too easy. That's the problem. It's not clever, is it? You know, hijacking. It's not big it's and not, clever. It's not funny. No, it's not no, funny. No, 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 no. I'm going to wait till they've got a point. Hang on. How, could we get into audio pizza? Could we maybe, you know, infiltrate that? I don't think anyone would notice. <laughs> Last time we did an audio pizza, 1973. I probably, probably get an email from Garth saying, hey, thanks very much, mate. That was great. <laughs> Save us doing it. Uh, but yeah, they, they did a fantastic uh, little podcast the weekend all about um, HomeKit, which was really good and really interesting yep. to enjoy. Um, but so I, I, you know, I had to, unfortunately, because and, and the, the serious point is that they had to put the notes up, but I wanted to check the notes first that they put up. And when I put the notes onto my text edit, I couldn't really make any sense as to what, like when I was changing words, I had to keep going back to check there wasn't a double space after it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, where, where is the cursor? Is it to the right of the, the cursor? It's all, is it to the this left? It's such basic stuff. Even uh, typing on the iPhone is it's just such a choice. It feels clunky. And why is it? 
Why is that? It's well, that's Rill's point, wasn't it? Or was, it was that was that Greg's point about the iPad? Oh no, I think that was from Rill, wasn't it? Um, yes, yes, and, and, uh, yeah. And she said about getting the iPad. I, I'm the same. I bought the iPad Pro thinking the same thing. This will be amazing, and I just I really struggled with voiceover on the iPad because it was just too much going on. I think if I'd really stuck it out, I'd get it. But it just feels like, hang on a minute, this is the same. Well, it's not the same platform, but it's kind of not far off it. And yet it feels wildly different to Mac mm. OS, to even iPhone OS. Sorry, I'm not convinced by this because I, I, I feel that as well. Oh, it, it must be me. It's something, it's because I don't know the system well enough that this feels terrible to me. This, this must be purely down to my ignorance. You know what? I'm not convinced it is. I'm sorry. I think it's just poor software. And I'm using that excuse and I'm sticking with it. No, I think you're, I think, it, to a degree. Well, it's to not a poor. I think poor software is pushing. I think it's more. It's just different, and th- it's down to the fact that they've developed very different experiences yeah, no, across it, the devices. If it was just difference, then I'd be able to learn it. If, there, if it was just a case, it's different to what I'm used to. Then it would come no, 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 no. I, I don't. It's not about that though, because you, the problem is that I don't know about you, but I have a very small brain. Yes. And T Rex. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Little arms, big belly, small brain. Absolutely, that's me. And I really, there's only so much I can remember. Mm -hmm. And you get into the habit of using something, and then you know what it's like. If you, I mean, you're with NVDA, right? You use that every day. So you are, you're doing that through muscle memory. You've got that. But if I put a Mac in front of you, like, all right, hang on a minute. So how many fingers do I need to do this? And right, what's that? And then you go to your iPhone. It's a different way of doing it. Then you pick up an iPad. It's a different way again. Then you go to an Apple TV. It's a different way again. You know, every device seems to have just a different way of operating. It's all within the same structure, I guess. But it's just the different, you know, you're not getting the same response everywhere you go. And that is what feels weird to me. And I just, that, that irritates me. To, and I know people will email in and say, what are you talking about? But I, honestly, when it comes to the iPad, I'm just not convinced. That's okay. Let's, let's, let's all relax now. We're, we're, all, we're all correct. Everything's gravy. Everything's lovely. Now, Greg, who uh, did hijack the podcast along with Sally and Kayak, has been in touch as well. He hello, says, Greg. Uh, hello, this is Greg from Phoenix. I just wanted to quickly reply to a question one of your uh, listeners posted in a recent email. He asked uh, what we think about leaving the camera off in a video conference call. Whenever I'm asked, I simply tell them, I can't see you, so you don't need to see me. I say it in a pleasant way so they can hear the smile of my voice, and that usually ends any debate about the need for cameras. Nobody has ever challenged me, and I really don't think I've hurt anybody's feelings saying it. In fact, many of the other attendees, whether they are visually impaired or light-dependent, have later told me they appreciate me saying this because they didn't really want to have a camera on them either. That's just my two cents worth. He says, by the way, I hope you enjoyed our hijacked episode of BGTT featuring a cameo from Garth. Yes, that's right. Garth was in there as well. So we can't get in everything, Garth. No, his own podcast, but... No, 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 no. Yeah, won't bother making one of them. No. Yeah, uh, typical Australian. Love you, Garth. He says, we had fun making it, but I'm glad you're back. Oh, thanks, Greg. Um, yeah, so, I mean, lots of you commenting about this. I, I, <laughs> this debate is going to go on forever. I can feel it. But it is so interesting when you get into the topic of uh, the Great Mac debate and the cameras and the stuff we've talked about in the past few weeks. It's been really, really interesting. Um, looking ahead into the next couple of weeks, we are, of course, going to be uh, on the move. So we are going to be bringing you uh, shows as and when through the course of the next couple of uh, weeks with f- content from Side Village. But do keep your emails coming. Because every day, uh, once we're back from Side Village, we will be back here going through your emails first 
and then bringing you another story we've brought from Site Village to share with you. Now, if you do have a question for any of the panellists, or I say panellists, but attendees, exhibitors at Site Village, be it a question to Humanware or Dolphin or Sight and Sound Technology or any of the companies who are on the exhibitor list, get in touch and ask your question and we'll put it to the company's concerned. And if we can get an answer for you, great. We will absolutely do our best to do that. Uh, listen, I'm watching the clock. We should really, really be thinking about heading towards a train. Yes. Um, are you all set? Are you ready? Have you got your uh, digital rail card sorted? Have you got your you got um, your tickets in your wallet? Have you got yeah, your have um, you got your bag packed? Have you got right, your soundscape go ready? Bose frames charged? Yes, mother. Everything Charger is fine. in your bag. I will see you outside Burger King at uh, a certain time. I'm not sure what time yet. Which Burger King? <laughs> Glasgow, Manchester, Manchester, New York. Manchester Piccadilly train station. I'll see you at Burger Oh, it's so romantic. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. See you at Burger King. I will see you there, and then we will be on the move to get to Site Village Central at Solihull. We'll see you there if you're coming. If not, do get in touch with us. We love hearing from you, and we'll catch you again soon. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit BlindGuyTalksTech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.